Blog Talk Radio. And good evening to all of your Dane Radio Land. Welcome to the Cricket Show. Another three hours in store for you. Be sure to stay tuned and tell others that we're on the air. Just want to say welcome to my brother over there in sunny California, Mr. Danny Seat on line with us. Uh, also, Virgis Nisbet, who is under the weather, and Virgis Francis. Good evening, all. Good evening to you, Leon. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Yes. Well, we have a great show lined up for you, but like we usually do, we just give ask God's presence in the house today. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you. We thank you for this opportunity that you have afforded us again to have another show. We pray you'll let it go on without any interruption and trust that all will be well as we continue this episode this evening. We pray especially for our friends and brothers and sisters who are struggling with ill health, and we ask your intervention, Lord, to heal them from the bottom of their feet to the top of their head. Namely, Dr. Leroy Lashley and his dear daughter, Lisa. Murtries and Bobsy Nisbet, Connie Whitley, Yelly Matt, Everett Carter, Oliver Solomon, Murtries Nisbet once more, and Alicomita um, Willett, Ralston Otto, Wentworth Francis, and Telbert and the Duane Francis. 
Dennis Kelman, Joseph Gunshop, Willis Daniel, who has left us, but we just pray for his dear wife, Mona, and the kids. Fillmore Hallpike, Earl Steele, Jeanette Hughes, and Dr. Roger Brown and Virgil, his son. I don't know this, his condition, but he'll tell us later on. But we know we just continue to pray for the young man. And also, dear father, we ask your blessings on our brother. Linford McKenzie and all those who have not expressed their concerns, we pray for them, Lord, and we ask that you touch their whole, their, their bodies, heal them, and bring them back to their normal selves. We pray that you will let this show go on, and we bless the ones who help make it possible by their contribution, financially or otherwise. We are grateful for every single gift you have given them. In your precious name we pray. Amen. Amen. Dennis, anything new you want to just in a few minutes? Or? Well, well, let me just say hello and welcome to all our listeners, Leon, wherever you mm-hmm. are in the world. This is the Cricket Show at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the Cricket Show. You can call us at 1-515-605-9850 once again, call us to join in, 1-515-605-9850, or send us an email, thecricketshow at comcast.net. Once again, email thecricketshow at comcast.net. Thank, Thank you, so reminders to join us every Sunday at 6 p.m. Eastern. And once again, we thank you for your presence. We hope you'll stay with us for this duration of the show. And we will welcome you back next time around as well. Back to you there, Leon. Yes, indeed. Thank you for that. And Virgil, anything you want to say? Just a few words of wisdom? Yeah. Uh, you, yeah, you always mentioned something about my son. Yes, he's still with the same issue. Um, he should be starting back school in September. <laughs> my only problem is he, he, he have appointment to see the doctor in September which right now I just told him to try and see if he can find another neurologist different than the plan that we have um, outside of the plan to see if he can get an early appointment to see if he can deal with that situation before he start back his um, final two years of his um, school. So I just hope everything goes good for him and just wish him all the best. Yes, let's say hello to Ivor. I don't know if he's in a position to speak with us, but just... Say hi to him and hope that he's hearing us well. If you wish to come in at this time, just briefly, say hello to all your fans and well wishes around the world. If not, we'll just go right into the outline and just want to ask for continued prayers and mercies. Her voice is not with her, but we pray that everything is short-lived and she'll be back to her normal self in a few shakes. Let's begin the outline as we prepare for the Coaches Corner at 6.15 and the West Indies Women Regional uh, 50 Cup title begins on May the 8th. We'll tell you more about that. And of course, the news about the West Indies, the Tri-Nation Series, with the final match, West Indies A versus West Indies A Bangladesh. versus Bangladesh. No, no. West Indies A team, team weeks, 401 oh. and 107.43, while West Indies A 
score 437, 435, and the match ended in a draw. And just let you know that now, and the next match will be scheduled to begin on May the 3rd, and it will go, it will be Team Headley versus Team Weeks, and that match starts May the 3rd and will end on the 6th. We have some more news from the West Indies, but a little later on we'll tell you that. We, Okay, let's go on to New Zealand versus Pakistan. New Zealand, 336 for 5, and they're 50 overs. And Pakistan, in reply, were 337 for 3. Pakistan winning that encounter by some 7 wickets. Sri Lanka and Ireland, of course, you heard the Mammoth score scored by Sri Lanka, 704 for 3. Ireland 492 and 202, of course, by Sri Lanka winning that encounter by innings and 10 runs. Details are to follow. In the India Premier League, matches are continuing with the Gujarat Titans on, on top, followed by the Lucknow Super Giants in second place, Rajasthan Royals, they are third, while the Chennai Super Kings fourth, and the Punjab Kings, the Royal Challengers. The Mumbai Indians in that order. And at the bottom of the league are Kolkata Knight Riders, followed by the Sunrisers, Hyderabad, and the Delhi Capitals. The county championship in Division Two, Leicester and Sussex are first and second place. At the bottom of the league are Derbyshire. And in the Division One, you have Surrey, Hampshire, and Middlesex, one, two, and three in that order. And at the bottom of the table is Somerset. They just want to remind the folks about the ICC World Test Championship, which comes up in June the 7th to June the 12th. The match will be played at between Australia and India. And Australia is listed as a home team, and the match will be played at Kennington Oval in London. We have the team. Time permitting, we'll give you that. We have some information about the men's ACC Premier Cup over there in the Middle East. And we have the Group A, Nepal and Oman are in Group A leaders, the leaders there in the Group B, United Arab Emirates and Kuwait are the leaders in the Group group B. We have a number of matches which are scheduled to take place around the world until September the 23rd. September 2023. We'll give you those that permitted. And Deandra Dutton, she's playing and she is actually making it half a century, but her team went down in English cricket over there in London, or wherever she plays. And um, USA announces the, the venue for the under 19 men championship. We'll give you those, time permitting. And today's the West Indies A team, they're scheduled to play three four-day test matches in Bangladesh in May the 16th to June the, the 2nd. And those are what we have for you so far. And we have a brief brief summary here by Dennis, and then we'll bring in JT. Dennis, quickly. Yeah, three it's seconds. fine there, Leon. I, I just want to say... Uh, my thought for the day, today, Sunday, 
and it's this, on the eve of the Ashes series, England and Wales Cricket Board find itself in a quandary of what if. As it stands today, much rumour is floating around that the England and Australia Ashes Test Match series could well see England playing a future series without the appearance of their local heroes. For example, Ben Stokes, Joe Root, Joffre Archer, Harry Brooks, Sam Curran, Josh Butler. These are some of England's heroes currently contracted to an IPL franchise. The owners of IPL franchises are also franchise owners in several cricket-playing countries. For example, South Africa, the West Indies, United Arab Emirates, and the United States. So starting with the IPL in April, all franchises play their matches in a rotating serial cycle throughout the year. The franchise-contracted players are now in a position to have bat will travel. This realistically suggesting that a T20-style franchise could sweeten the incentive offered to players who would make themselves available year-round to participate by contractual obligations and play exclusively in T20 all franchise matches. It stands to reason that in a scenario as the one described above, cricketers could be bound by incentivized contracted obligations to franchise cricket exclusively with local and national teams losing out. My comments are not indicative of a jab, criticism, or disagreement with the IPL or franchise cricket. My comments are simply a statement of and a question of what if. What if? That is the question. So, Leon, that's my thought for the day. Thank you, and we will just segue. Welcome. Go right ahead. We have with us. Yes, um, we will segue directly into the coaches' corner. The American, the Cricket Show USA, the Cricket Hall of Fame USA, and the American Cricket Education Council (ACEC) is pleased to welcome the weekly joint collaborative broadcast of the coaches' corner. The objective of the coaches' corner is to provide coaching education and expert views, information, oral and practical assistance, while helping to educate those seeking to understand and to become actively involved in the sport of cricket nationally and internationally. The segment of the Coach's Corner will run each Sunday from 6.15 p.m. until 7, and will feature Jatin Patel, Cricket Hall of Famer, and multi-sport coach administrator and director of the cricket uh, of the cricket hall of fame. Good afternoon to you, Coach Jatin, and welcome to another edition of the Coach's Corner. Good afternoon and good evening. Depends where you are, but uh, we are back with this uh, another good show for this weekend. All right, thank you. Let me kick off this show today with a question, and that is. Coach, what is the major cause and effect of decision failures in cricket? Decision failures in cricket. It's not just cricket. It's almost every sport as well as normal life. 
the decision making is very important which we discussed last week and uh, moving forward the major cause behind this is how someone end up making a wrong decision or inappropriate decision the decision it's a normally we look as a outcome whether it's a successful whether the things we achieved the what we expected or are we delivering based on the what normally we do so in a shortest way it's a distraction which is the one causing this decision making and what it leads to is either failure or low performance that is widely we can say we will definitely focus on t20 version of the game and how these uh, distractions making impact where the player fails to perform or underperform for a reason and that is what we're going to discuss today thank you coach um one more point the question is sometimes you know we think about it but we don't always uh, get the answers but maybe you have something for about our distractions good or bad for decision making uh, normally it can be both but unfortunately majority of the failures and underperformances are labeled because of the distraction for example if you are a batsman and doing well during the inning and you might be let's say completed half century but not able to finish 100 and in between this process you have played well until that particular moment there is that something which caused the difficult time for you and that is what it leads to your failure that you are getting out or getting in trouble from not scoring but if you leave by moment by moment or stroke after stroke or the ball after ball if you look at it there is a something change before this incident and in that situation the most of the people from outside as a fan will say it's a wrong shot selection or they did not play the way they supposed to but in reality the player makes a mistake because so many things happening and if you label it right the majority of the failures and underperformance are due to distraction it can be so many different things happening it's a thought process but because of that you come out to the conclusion and decided to do something either in a hurry or either in a crisis but you end up with your expectation as a failure so is there any time that one can say a decision made be effective can one say that addition decisions made to be effective does the outcome become improved that is the big issue here because uh, when you are in a game especially let's say t20 version of the game 
you are coming to a point where lot of things are happening in your mind and all of a sudden you have to make a decision in a, i will say split second time and that decision decides the outcome if i have to give you example it's a today's game i think it was mumbai indian playing against rajasthan royal mumbai was chasing and if you look at the surya kumar yadav we call it sky s k y the way he got out what happened here he already scored 50 plus he was well settled he was the anchor to take the mumbai team to the winning uh, situation but unfortunately what happened the ball he got out it was outside of them now remember he has played these strokes from outside the off towards backwards square leg or behind the stumps let's say on the leg side and he used to score runs too but what happened in today's situation there was a fielder inside the 30 yards and he can clearly see there was a no one in the back and that is what it triggers he decided to go for it so what came out as a distraction here in the two ways i count it number one he decided to go for that area no matter how he gets the ball he has decided he will be going outside of some to take care of the ball and hitting in that area just scoop it so just if it is goes over the head of the fielder you are expecting four or six that's a one distraction means he got something different than he can normally play or could have played different way it was way outside the off zone very close to the wide of the crease and normally people thinks why don't he just slap it towards the point of third man and why is going for that so that that's what we call it distraction means he decided to do something which he is normally not 100% let's say this way but he see a opportunity because of that open space and that is what he gets into the thought process the different distraction the another thing is when he committed that shot it's definitely missed time if he are connected well it could have been clear if he had a middle of the bat it could have went by the boundary but it just balloons up and the fielder had enough time to get into no doubt it's excellent catch but this is the where we talk about distraction what of people means the players they decide to do something different based on the situation and during this rushing that decision when they are committed to do they just they are locked their mindset like hey this is what i want to do that's it i'm going for it in that area no matter what and in that case the usually as we look at the average majority of the time the decision making if it is not right it's always failure and it's unthinking thank you coach is very important decision making leon or jade um, or anyone else on the panel if you have any questions for the coach yeah please feel free to Okay, coach. No, I don't. No, no, no. I'm gonna keep on listening for now. Okay. Any questions? Coach, I, 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 
No, with regards to distraction. Yeah, a number of players have come up with a number of ways to prevent or to avoid the distraction. For instance, they'll walk away from their stumps and go towards the square leg umpire. Javiv used to, before he comes to the wicket, he chews his gum. Okay? Some, some batters will go down and tap in the middle of the pitch. Well, uh, some players may sing a song. How effective are these uh, preventive measures in terms of avoiding being distracted? The distractions are always there in any situation. It's a how you control it. There is no way to avoid distraction, but you can definitely control on it. There is a definitely one good example, as you say, batsmen are walking off from the trees, taking a, let's say, breather, and uh, getting back to, but in the process, they're trying to clean up all the thought process in the head and coming back with something they are ready to do next. That's one thing. Number two, the distraction is not that easy. People think about it, like you can stay quiet for 30 seconds and your head will be empty. No. The inside thought process is always cooking in your head. For example, when you are sleeping, your mind never sleeps. Even in the middle of the night, we call it a dream. What's happening here? This imaginary reflection is coming. Your mind is thinking about something happened today. Our mind is just going nowhere, actually, where you've never been to. But it's, what has happened is it's your thought process. So what happens, there is absolutely no way to stop it. But the good players or good humans, they control it. So what is another way to control it is, as I said, there is not something like a easy trick, like you grab a glass of water and take a moment for 15, 30 seconds and stay quiet and it will go away. No. But there is a way to fight with the distraction, which is a lot of players does. They do different sort of activity. Like, for example, Virendra Shevard. If you look at it, he's just singing a song middle of something. By the time he's coming, he just wants to avoid everything is happening in his head or whatever is his idea, thought process, or mind is boggling, or whatever the distraction is. And before he gets into the stress out and get emotional or frustrated, what he does, he changes his mood. What it is, he just forget about that moment he's at the crease. No, he just wants to sing his own song. And what happens? When you automatically do something, the different activity, the most of the thought process in your head, it usually stops. It doesn't mean it will go away, but it will stop. And from that moment, at least you have an opportunity to keep the distractions coming back in action. At least, I will say, depends on your mental strength, you can delay it, maybe 10, 15, 30 minutes. Again, depends on your mental strength, but there is a way to delay it. And during this delay process, you can achieve what you want. 
And just to follow up on that, you know, in, in a sense that uh, a batter is facing a fiery fastball and he's being hit by one that just plants past his helmet or touches his helmet. And uh, how, how effective is it for the other, his other partner to come down and say a word or two to him? That is the one thing you have to be extra careful when you say this fastballer is coming at you. Hmm. So this distraction is what? It also brings the distraction. Majority of the distraction, if you look at it, they are coming from two things. It's a fear of failure mm-hmm. and worry of the outcome. These are the two things are cooking right away. So in your case, if I'm the batsman, then I'm definitely concerned about what happens if I lose the wicket. That, that's my concern right now because he's a fast baller, let's say, right? It's a psychology. Mm-hmm. And the second thought process is, comes about worry of outcome. What happens if I try to play and ball doesn't hit the stump, but it hits my head? So now the batter is under the fear as well as under the worry. And that is the concern creates your thought process towards forcing you to make a either wrong decision or not the appropriate decision. But if how to deal with this situation, I would suggest the other way. If I am the batter, I do not care how the fast baller is running. I do not care what speed this fast baller is coming to me, I don't even care how much he's hopping or jumping on the crease during his try to deliver that ball. What is coming to you? Is that a ball or that baller? So if you're paying attention to his reach, I mean, it's a grip and a wrist and where the ball it delivers, and if you stay focused on the ball, you can deal much better than you are distracted by his speed or rhythm or momentum or whatever we say. So usually the player has to decide what they want to keep continue thinking about. Otherwise, there's so many things constantly bothering you, and that is the one is forcing you to make a mistake. What would you Dennis? So, Coach, can you say are distractions an automatic process or is it self-generated thoughts? Hundred percent. Anything you do even in a normal life, just take any example. If you want to do all of a sudden something, believe it or not, think about seriously your mind should have few ideas. At the same time, based on the past experience and expertise, it will have few concerns. Also, it will have some options. So if you blend them together, there's a lot of things happening at the same time. And if you look at it, the majority of the thought process is dragging you towards the distraction because, again, you are going for the fear of failure. 
and worry of outcome, and that is what it's holding up you. But instead, the good players look for the survival. What is the next? It's the best thing is to find a solution to survive. And if you look at the survival approach first, without concerning or expecting the outcome, you can at least avoid those distractions. So, is it possible at all, really, theoretically, is it possible to avoid distraction during the entirety of a cricket match? No. It does not matter how good you are. There will be the situation that is what the people call it, uh, what do you call under pressure. But, well, what that means is, it's basically you are in a situation not able to handle it, or things are not going well as you thought or as you think or you had expected, and all of a sudden it's come to. I can tell you, Jason Holder today, look at that. I believe over number 18. As soon as he bowled the first ball, it was a wide outside the half term and went for the four for third man. Look at his body language and face. He was paused for a few seconds, what he did. Now, what's happening here? If you read it right, he had a huge concern. He wasn't thinking about to deliver that sort of ball which can go for the four runs in the first thing. Number two, he might have a plan to go Yorker or close to the popping trees, way outside the half turns, so batsman cannot score at least the boundary, but he ends up with the full toss. So what happens here, we are not here to criticize the player, but this is the learning process. In that particular situation, the good baller will let it go. It's done. That ball is gone. All you have to think about is what you can do to the second ball. Now, when you're ready to deliver the second ball, which he definitely did, he came out, turned around good. And what it is is technically forget that ball what happened. Let's think about over again and let's deliver to the plan, right? And during that show, only the thing you have to consider before you bowl that second ball is not to repeat the same mistake because you just made that mistake. You don't want to repeat that again. Now, that is the one thing you can do. But at the same time, you have to see a battle in this situation. The situation was what? They are in a tense situation where they need, I believe, two and a half runs for every ball. Means they are going to swing the bat at everything they can see. So now those are the things comes into the action, and player has to control those things and go with your the strategy or plan or wherever the confidence belongs, you got to have the confidence to do it. Otherwise, you cannot do it. And that is the point where you can avoid or delay those distractions and let's stick with it with your strength. And that is what the best thing you can do. Okay. Another angle, Coach. Can you explain how distractions may be or 
is related to fear and worry? It's always, let's say, if somebody is uh, going down, we talk about this thing a few uh, weeks back on the radio on a normal chat. Uh, every player have downtime. Every player has some strength as well as some weaknesses. But the weakness is the one in a professional sports people are trying to expose. For example, if you play, what the other team and other people are trying to analyze you? Definitely. What is your strength? So they don't give you that option to you so you can play freely. They are more concerned about finding your weaknesses. Now, when they go behind the weaknesses, they want to give you the hard time, the difficult time, or we call it the moment of discomfort at the field or at the ground during the proceeding. And what it happens is here, when you fail, let's say, one inning, when you fail second inning, you are automatically in a very third game, you are going with the one fear is failure because you already failed twice very recently. So this is the third inning you are going for, a third game, let's say, in a matter of, let's say, week or two. What happens here? There's a lot of things are coming into your thought process because of those two failures. And that is what creating the fear for you. What happens if I go there today? And at the same time, two failures without much uh, contribution or scoring, it is definitely hamper you in terms of the worry. Even you survive, now you are concerned about it, how long you can be there or what you can be scoring there. Same thing for the ballers. So this fear and the worry are the major and only concern, I will say, which brings more distractions which can force you towards either low performance or the failure. Fear, well, fear, Coach, it's, uh, it's there in most people. Um, any questions from the panel? Yeah, yeah. I don't know if Virgil or want to come in, but I, I just want to follow up on something because the greats, the greats, sometimes I've heard stories of greats being keepers throwing their little pebbles on the, the stumps. And years ago, I used to hear about the spectators shining the, shining the torchlights and blowing their boobazulas in the stands. Now, some of this might be prevented by the umpires and the, and the officials, but um, how, in other normal circumstances, uh, how, how would you, you as a, a, player, a player handle these situations? if no intervention is being put in place to, to stop this kind of um, a situation. For instance, I've heard of keepers saying, do you know where your girlfriend is? You know, to the batter. I don't know if you ever come across. Well, I, I love this question, and it's a very good question, 100%. Until now, we talk about inner thoughts, your inner emotions, and I call it internal thought process, the thinking. Now, this is the outside factor for the distractions. I can give you a few examples, and you can say 
like how you handle from the outside world or in a normal situation surrounding we call it it is also important i believe in 90s there was an incident i believe in uh, canada in toronto when pakistan was playing either against india or west indies they used to had a series uh, 50 over series going on and uh, i'm not uh, trying to criticize uh, any legend player here but like to give you example how this can trigger so what happened is here uh, i think it's injamam ul haq from pakistan was uh, fielding uh, close to the boundary and behind him spectators are shouting so many things for him mm-hmm. now remember he is a legend he is in the game he is middle of the game he is fielding for his team but all of a sudden he hear lot of i call it crap let's say people are talking so many things at one point he came out as a human being he cannot tolerate anymore so what he did he came out of the ground during those times you don't have these fans and protections between uh, uh, spectators and the players we call it so he run away from the ground and tend to the stands when somebody was shouting and telling bad things about him so what happened here is think about it the legend was in the game he is playing but all of a sudden the surrounding where he hear lot of crappy things about him so he got under the emotions and he end up with the frustration which forced him to go out behind that fence so if you look at this whole scenario i look at the other way i'm giving you a good example very soon it's here i call it he, he did not control that moment under those distraction and that is what he end up going towards the stand i don't want to give you more detail what happened <laughs> but i believe there was a police case and so much thing happened behind it but our main concern is how do you control these distractions and emotion so i can tell you this is same story it happens in almost every part of the sport whether you play recreational or professional you have to be ready again we call it a slagging bad mm-hmm. language baller wants to tease you or the batsman wants to tease you now these are the ongoing it's a part of the sport but the good players are the one who do not get distracted how because they don't get into for example let's take one of the great example is sachin tendulkar all my life i never seen if somebody is talking to him he is say and that he talk whatever he wants to talk that's fine he will mm-hmm. not respond and even he is listening let's say he is not going to respond because he will wait for the right opportunity and let the action talk so that is where how you control distraction and not get into and again distraction majority of the comes from the inside but there are a lot of outside factors can force you 
to think something else than what is your current activity itself, right? Another thing is the pressure situation can put any player under the distraction or discomfort moment. And going towards, again, these Pakistan legends, mm -hmm. if you look at it, YouTube, you will find there's a couple of videos where he has uh, so many run-out incidents involving him or his partners. And if you look at those, what's happening? It's so that one particular moment, there's a, something is happening where they are losing. And those are the distractions. Otherwise, he has a career. He has made runs. And almost every legend cricketer is the same. There is a moment comes where they have to control their emotions and they have to stay away from the frustration. And those are the parts where the people, like I will say, name it few, for example, let's say Madrat, uh, Murli Dharan as a baller, I will say, or I can go with the, definitely Sivanar and Chandrapal and Rahul Dravid, what these guys are. These are the ones as much stronger capacity in their head to stay away from distraction. Mm -hmm. Okay, Coach, are distractions related to the expectations and <clears throat> results of a match? Some of them do. Again, this thing go as a player. I just give you two names, Rahul Ravid and Sinar and Chandrapal. Let, let's take the Sinar and Chandrapal, beautiful thing to see. He is a world record holder. In terms of the number of partners he lose when he is at the crease, and uh, I believe he has the highest number of uh, players as a partnership carrier compared to any player in the world. So now, if you look at it, why some of the players are not able to do what Rahul Dravid or Sina and Chandrapal does? Because of that mind control, I call it. They are tough. In other words, they are dedicated to do something with, again, focus and concentration, but they are not being trapped by the outside or the situation. I can give you a simple example. If you are a number four batsman, and let's say you went on, and by the time, matter of few hours, Let's talk again in 220. It was like three, four wickets. So now you got tail enders coming to you. Means now you are a huge concern because there are wickets are falling at the other end. You are uh, ready to lose the partners who are not able to score because all senior batters are out. And now you are in uh, some sort of a situation where you think like, I'm the one who has to start scoring run. I'm the one who has to rotate the strike at four, fifth, or sixth ball to keep continue rotate the strike. And at the same time, you are also getting to the concern about the team situation. If you are chasing, you know the target. If you are batting first, you know you want to put as much as you can. You don't want to get out, means all out before the 20 over. So what happens here? The expectations means you want to do something and at the same time, expectations related to winning the game, that is a definitely brings more distraction because that is what it's a thought process is like a bit 
which is concerned about the outcome more than what you do. Means you are thinking about what about the next ball, but instead you are considering like how much time you got left, how many wickets you got left, how many overs coming left, and those sort of things. So those are the distractions are uh, becomes uh, more aggressive or comes in a more quantity when you are concerned about outcome, which leads tons of expectations. Yes. Yes. A, a, a quick one. Yes. Go ahead. Yes. Yeah, did, uh, yeah, the, how can a player, of, I mean, reverse a distraction? Example, a fiery fastball is coming to you. He, he, he had just hit you on the helmet. Nothing happened. You continue. So he, he gets up. He points in a position where he's going to hit the, the next ball. Or... He may let that fastballer come uh, run right up to the crease and then he walks away from the wicket to, for him to <laughs> repeat the process again. I don't know if you can think of others, other ways you can I can see that. I can see that. There's two options. Definitely two options. Uh, I love this Antigua Sarandi Roberts, right? <laughs> he, he had his in a career. He used to trick these things. He used to hit the one bouncer which can go by you, let's say, without hitting you. Mm-hmm. And uh, it just teased you, like uh, this bouncer went by, and all of a sudden batsman thinks like, well, I could have played, you know. Mm-hmm. But the next one, only Sir Andy Roberts can do it, I can tell you. The next one comes like a deadly to take mm-hmm. you out, nothing else. I'll, but in this uh, yeah, but in your story, I will say, when you already hit the ball, first one, mm-hmm. then the second one is, you only have two choices. Either you go for it, which is the good batter will not do it. I'm telling you right here, the good batter will wait for the opportunity. You just got the hit. So the next ball, your best option is the survival. If you got the second bounces, you have to extra careful. That's one thing. But at the same time, don't get distracted. Don't be panicked like it will hit again. You just play well to stay there. So look mm-hmm. for the survival first, and then things can happen. Now, when you are going with the survival attitude, I will say, with the intense, and it's definitely positive sign with the confidence to face this baller. And then you look for it. Again, if it is a bouncer to you, it's not about how he hit the first time to you. It's all about playing the credit and merit. If there is a ball to hit, go for it. If not, survival. But the simple way, instead of thinking about loss, just forget about that, Billy. Get ready for the next ball. With extra precaution to make sure you survive first and do something rather than you attack to do something. Thank you. Coach, what, if any, recommendations to limit low can you make that could help to limit low performance or failure to perform? Are there any recommendations you can make? The good thing is always one ball at a time. That's how we believe. 
to score a century, you have to score one. You have to keep continue 99 more. You can save some if you can score boundaries. But if you look at the process, it's a one ball at a time, one run at a time. And during this process, the best option is do not live with too many expectations. And do not worry about the outcome. We talked about in the previous show also. If you need, let's say, 19 runs in an over, doesn't mean the next ball need to go six, no matter what. But definitely, you got to have the different way to deal with it. Once you know 19 needed means the next ball. If you go with the survival and score maximum if you can, that is the one good approach. And those are the people succeed. But if you are in hurry, let's say 19 needed, I got to wrap up this thing in match four. Otherwise, what happens if my team loses few wickets or something, we'll not be able to make it 19. What happens if I uh, let it go the dart ball on very first, and then I have to score five out of 19? So now, instead of thinking the outcome, you better stick with the next ball. And what is the most important best thing you can do on the next ball? If it is a batter, definitely. Look for the survival means you want to stay not out without getting out. And during this process, you want to score maximum. And that is the right approach because your calculation, the outcome will depend the equation of demand, we call it, how many runs need after, let's say, 19 after 6. Let's say you score three runs on that ball. The equation does change now. Next five balls, now you need the 16. So instead of thinking about the outcome, if you stay thinking about what is next and what is the best thing you can do, life can be easy. Okay, thank you so much, Coach. Um, any other questions from the panelists? We're approaching uh, wrap-up time. No, not from me. All right, you have this. Sounds like uh, any other um Final thoughts on this uh, decision-making, Coach, before we wrap this up? I will say it's all about uh, effective decision-making. And in that process, either you avoid these distractions or in some case, delay those distractions. And by that moment, to make the effective decision. I know it's very hard to do it, but it's all about practice and your thought process. And absolutely, there is no Bible or process for that because we all are different people, different minds, different thought process, different knowledge. But I will say everyone in their own control of this process. And if you find a way, again, to avoid distraction or delay the distraction, you can succeed with what you want. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Coach, for your insights, your knowledge and experience. We here at the Cricket Show, we invite you, our listeners, to join us again next week at the same time, right here on the Cricket Show. There is no doubt that Coach Patel has the answers to the questions you've been asking. The questions that says, how did he do that? Or 
why did that batter do that? Or maybe you tell yourself, next week I'm going to do something else. So the answers here, we've got the man with all the answers, so do join us again. Coach, thank you so much for sharing, and we look forward to having you back with us next Sunday for another edition of the Coach's Corner. Thank you, Coach. Thank you, Dennis. Thank you, Dennis. You just want to welcome Hyacinth. Hyacinth, they greet you with the sad news that the Liberta Blackhawks were defeated. They were dethroned last night by the Empire Nation. And I know you can mm. but mm. don't weep <laughs> on the show. Wait till you hit over. I try not to cry too hard. You just want to say good evening to Audley as well. Good evening to you, Audley. And it's time for your insight. Okay, good evening, Mr. Francis. Good evening to all my fellow panelists and friends. And of course, uh, yeah, the insight for today. You know, recently a player, Tom Price, playing for um, Worcestershire. Worcestershire. Yeah, um, for Gloucestershire against Worcestershire. He scored, he came in, his side was, I mean, really struggling at 45 for seven. He came in and he scored a century. And guess what? After the century, he took a hat-trick the same day. Yes, it has happened before, but it's the very first time it has happened the same day. But the only time it's ever happened in in test cricket was when Garzi from Shwab Garzi from Bangladesh, you know, he scored a century and also took a hat trick against New Zealand back in 2013-2014 tour. So that's what we have here for you, scoring a hat trick and scoring a, getting a hat trick and scoring a century in the same match. Inside it. Okay, Thank so, you so much. today is today is Today is the 30th, um, the very, uh, very last day of April. We are saying goodbye to April, and tomorrow will be May Day, May Day, May Day. But funny, we don't say June Day, June Day, or uh, 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 April Day. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the infamous May Day, May Day thing because of war. Okay, um, so today is the birthday of Miss Mother Jones. Oh, yeah, Mother over there in Fort Lauderdale. Mother, happy birthday. Day to you, happy birthday! And um, singer out of Jamaica, Barrington Levy. Um, yeah, he was rated in the top, I think, in, in the top 100 singers for the for the for the century um, because he had a very not hard but still have very new unique voice and um, the way he you know can curl it around and so forth. I think he's one of four Jamaicans in the top 100 for the, um, the century. Um, the death of Benny King. You know, oh Lord, he's gone again. Benny King. Mm-hmm. He died back in 2015. Where birthday is now Ian Healy, Ashley Nofi from Australia, Ayman Sunil from Singapore, Barry Briggs, Walter Kenyon, Alti Wharton from England, Rohit the Hitman Sharma, the captain of the Indian cricket team. He is 36 years old today. Also, Chris Morris, Chris Morris from South Africa. Ashton Murray and Luke Colander from South Africa. Gary Sherman 
from Namibia. And the bird vine from Ireland is 30 today. Ashley Maharaj from Scotland is 27. Brandon Dimitri from New Zealand. And we have from the West Indies, Terence Webb from the U.S. Virgin Islands. And Ramnarayan Chattagoon from Guyana. They all celebrating their birthday today. For tomorrow, we have Mr. Dennis's friend, Javid Kwaja. He will be celebrating tomorrow. That's on May Day. May Day. And the Empire State Building in New York was completed. It was opened on the 1st of May, 1931. So that's 92 years ago. 92 years ago, the Empire State Building. And of course, you know, New York State is called the Empire State. So it was opened back in 1931. Cricket, Mr. Sonny Ramadan, Gordon Green is in Comida Willet, all celebrating tomorrow. Monarch Patel, out of the USA, he was born in India. Rick Darling, Julian Werner, Joe Garney, and Nick Larkin, all from Australia. Gulam Abbas, Israel Ali, Usman Shawani, and Ahmed Sadiqi, all from Pakistan. John Evans from England, Harry Harry from Papua New Guinea, Dan Pringle from East Africa, Atul Sharma from India, along with Subrat Das. From the Netherlands, we have Iris Gossip. Uh, from the Netherlands and from Ireland, we have Ryan Hare and uh, Marcus Jensen from South Africa. Uh, for the Second, we have Mr. McKenzie's son, Alexander. He'll be celebrating his birthday. So see you on the radio, Mr. Patel. Yeah, Mr. Alexander, rather. Mackenzie, because Alexander will be celebrating his birthday. Slow Dickinson, Leon's friend, will be celebrating also. And um, Mr. Patel's son will be celebrating also. On, uh, on on the, on the, the, the second. So we know he'll come back. We'll talk about that. And his daughter's born Ken Ducal's birthday and his son was born on Lara's birthday. All right. Mm-hmm. He'll tell us more about that. Um, England's first day of competition to let cup was way back in... Okay, I'll come back to that. Birthdays, Brian Lara... From Trinidad Tobago, along with Brian Davis, all children and Tobago, and Aaron Daly out of Jamaica. Dennis Dyer, David Ironside, John Botha from South Africa, Julia Nash, Julia Hayes, and Ian Callen from Australia, Bob Hayes from England, Yasser Shaw from Pakistan, Ravi Rafa Naikni from Sri Lanka, and uh, Graham Glade from New Zealand. Um, for the for the third of May, James Brown, singer James Brown of 1933 was born and he left us 2006. He was born 1933. And Bing Crosby, um, comedian Bing Crosby, he was born 1903. And um, also a friend of mine, Miriam Alicia. She was born back on the 3rd. Um, her birthday will be on the 3rd. 
of this month also. Um, Bert Hopkins, David Hooks, Phil Jacobs and James Patterson, all from Australia. Anil Banakar, umpire from India. Jack Hearn, Aspen Matthews and Patsy Lowell, all from England. Atul Sahad, uh, from born in Canada, but uh, not Canada, Guyana, but place for Canada. We have Sadiq Muhammad from Pakistan and C. Kosal from Sri Lanka. For the fourth, we have Jacob Kilamila. His birthday he was born back in 1952. And we have the first woman prime minister of the UK, Margaret Thatcher. Yes, she, mm-hmm. um, she became prime minister in 1979. Um, so she had a birthday. Um, and that was when she became prime minister. I'm not sure about that one. We come back to Paul Weissman, Rose and Liz Signal, both from New Zealand. Peter Sleep, Lynette Cook, and Daniel Christian from Australia. Reggie Safrad, Martin Moxon, and Ravi Pobara from England, Jacques Rudolph from South Africa, and we have Geraldine Adolf from the Netherlands, and Hayden Walsh Sr. I um, think he is out of um, Antigua. Mm-hmm. So for, the, for May, May birthday, Sadie Olin and Herbie Taylor from South Africa. The late Collis Smith out of Jamaica, West Indies. James Whitaker, Buddy Outfield. Grace Norman, all from England. Tim Nelson, Glenda Hall, female cricketer. And Bruce Oxford is an umpire of Queensland. Asif Mola uh, was born in Canada, was born in India, played for Canada. Mary Walburn from Ireland. And Carol Lacumber from New Zealand. And finally, for the sixth of May, man that had a big concert out of, I think it was Antigua Barbuda, over the weekend, David Rudder, mm-hmm. out of Trinidad and Tobago. And he turned 70 on the 6th of um, this month, at this, this Saturday. He will share the same year. Uh, he'll finally catch up with me, 70 years old. And we have Roger Bannister, from the UK, the first athlete, the first two men to run a sub-minute mile. You know, sometimes they have a, a meter called the Bannister Mile. Right, Roger Bannister, first to run sub-four-minute mile uh, as an athlete. Kali Spencer, out of Jamaica, female um, athlete. She represents us in the Olympics, run 400 meters hurdles. So back to cricket, Andy Roberts. Not sure Andy, but this Andy is from New Zealand. He plays seven test matches and one ODI for New Zealand, and he left us back in 1989. So we're not talking about Sir Andy. And Roy Scott, also from New Zealand. Neil Foster, Chris Adams, Sophia Ecclestone, all from England. Michael Fedricks, out of Barbados, West Indies. Helen Hurley from South Africa. Panke Singh from India. And Huda Said, female cricketer out of 
Pakistan. That's what I have here for you, Leanne. I'll come back a little more. On that Thank you so much. Let's, let's welcome Jetsna. Good evening to you, Jetsna. Do you have a birthday or anniversary or something of that sort to say something to us? Oh, hi. Uh, good evening, everybody. Oh, good morning or good afternoon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anything new that you anniversary want to... Anniversary was on uh, April 22nd, which already passed. My marriage mm-hmm. anniversary. Oh, okay. How many years? Yeah. 10, 15, 20? <laughs> More than that. <laughs> oh. Okay, you, you're catching up, Simon, now. All right, yes. so we welcome you. Getting there. Hope... Yes, indeed. But Thank so you so the much. Ah? Why you still hearing something? Okay, we got Donna coming in. Yeah, so okay, we we celebrated Donna. Yeah. Leon did Jetna's anniversary. Yeah, he just celebrated her. Jetna, could you repeat that again? So I didn't get that one. Oh, um, I said my uh, on April 22nd, my marriage anniversary just passed. Okay, yes, so you, you care to tell us, you care to tell us some, how much years? Some, how many 30 years? some years married. <laughs> 30 something. <laughs> <Yeah>. All right, <laughs> we'll figure this something. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much. We do have, You're Hyson, welcome. do you have a birthday or any significant occasion to speak um, to us about? Yeah, my late sister Jocelyn, her grandson, oh, okay. um, will be... Um, Thirteen on the uh, um, oh Zakai, Zakai Greaves, and he will be thirteen on the fourth, the fourth of May. And I think that's the same date. Yeah, that's the same date. Margaret Thatcher was um, Prime Minister, fourth of May. Fourth of May. Okay. Yeah, fourth of May, not the first, fourth. Mm -hmm. Fourth of May. What's happening in the, the great city of London? Um. Not a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. not a lot. Just the usual strikes, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> usual mm-hmm. strikes with the nurses, etc. Mm-hmm. But we're getting used to that now. Mm-hmm. Everyone, you know, need a pay rise. But working hard and not enough pay. Yeah, same thing is happening all over the place, indeed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have a rival, yeah. though, because Virgil has one of the beautiful cities in, in the world. Virgil? Tell how you think about your city in Lauderhill. Good. Good evening, my dear. Um, Hello. I'm going I'm to make, I, I get some rain today. Um, I'm, and I'm calling you for the beautiful city of Lauderhill. I hope <laughs> one of these days you'll come visit us, especially maybe if you, I think in, in August, India, uh-huh. in the West Indies, I think the third and the fourth, maybe you can fly down to watch the game. It'll be a very excited game. But the problem is, you can see 99% all Indian inside there, maybe a 2% West Indian, but at least we're glad to have the cricket here, and it will be a full stadium watching the game every time India come and play the West Indies here. Oh, that sounds wonderful. Leon, correction to to Virgil, we'll have 100% cricket fans in the stadium. (laughs) That's the main thing, really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. yeah it's cool, but he, he, here my problem with that. There's a lot of West Indian around here, and like 
we want cricket here, and they do not, I'm going to repeat it, do not attend the games. And it's, it's, it's a shame. But, I mean, I'm glad for the, all the Indians to come from Alaska, the whole United States, and come down because they love their cricket, and they're supporting their team, and they, they, will, they come, and they fill the stadium, which I'm very, very, very happy for. Okay, yeah. repeat, 100% cricket fans. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. it, isn't it? Like yep. the T20, uh, the Mumbai Indians and the thing, today, 27,000 people watching. I thought, wow. Mm-hmm. And they can't believe so many people in the stadium watching cricket. Mm-hmm. That's the they, they love the game. Sorry? Yeah. Sometimes there are 40, 40 or 50 thousand people watching. I know. And when we go down to Antigua and it's free for the you know pensioners to go in and the stadium's empty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you so can't true. believe it. Yeah. But I like how you're calling them out. I like how you're calling them out. Sometimes you go there and it, it's free, you know. If you're a pensioner, you can get in free, but they're cursed. The cricket's no good and they don't go. Mm-hmm. So shall we move on though? We, we have some more birthdays uh, on. We don't know Donna has one. We were calling for her before. Virgil, you have um, no other... Let, let, let me go with mine. Um, I would like to say a very, very happy belated birthday to my brother. I, I think it was on the 24th. We're still in, we're still in April. Yeah, 24th of April. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the kind of thing. Yeah. La- Michael. Last week. I, yeah, I was talking Michael. to him the same day and didn't even remember was his birthday. So, my brother, happy, happy belated birthday, and I love you out of this world. Um, he's my one of my youngest brother, and like I can say, without, with, with him and my sister, I don't know what I will do without them. And I love mm-hmm. both of them okay, very much. Great. So, happy birthday, bro. All right. Glad for that. How about you, Donna? Okay, yes. Hello, Ready. 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 Hello, no, I, I, I don't. Away from uh, Marvel's birthday, which, which is part of the cricket show here, I, d- I don't have any other birthday celebration for this week. So once mm-hmm. again, happy birthday to you, Miss Marv. And I know you. As a, as a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, you, you know, um, I spoke to her earlier on, and she told me, so you, she said, oddly, you know what I'm doing today? Myself and my mom and my children, we are serving." Some, some, you know, more unfortunate people, um, they're, they're, they're serving them food. And I'm mm-hmm. saying, look, that is so selfless, you know? I mean, mm-hmm. it's your birthday, but that's the best thing you could ever do. Serve others, you know, in, 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 in celebrating your birthday. And I say, that, that is so wonderful. And I think it, it's worthy to be shared. So, Merv, I'm very happy for you, Marva. And happy birthday. Continue to enjoy the work you're doing. You, mom, and the children. Let's see, John, is ready or, or either? Yes, I'm ready. Yeah, yeah go right ready. ahead. Get a little noise in the background. Okay. Could you so, help us? Mm-hmm. 
Yes, yeah, so I just wanted created on the 27th, and we are here gathered together having a little celebration, and we are going to sing happy birthday to her from out of Brooklyn, New York, okay? Yes, indeed. All right, so everybody get ready after two. One, two, three. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear
in which he would have made the West Indies team and played for the West Indies. So it's all the 2023, that's a good year for Mr. El Camino Willett. Hopefully he'll be recommended and so be honored to be Sir El Camino Willett in the New Year's um, recommendation by Miss Marcella Leibold, the governor. I would really, really hope that. So with that, okay. I'll just say, let me enjoy the song that you're playing for all of us. Give praise, children. Give praise. Give praise, children. Yeah. Give praise. Give praise, children. Yeah. Give praise. Give praise, children. Oh, Father, who has given us the time that we can all feel like we are a part of your earthly heaven. Okay. 
So let's turn our attention to a great T20 match down there in Antigua, the cool and smooth T20 2013, and the great Liberta Hawks, no, Hawks, Black Hawks. Their wings were cut last night by the Empire <laughs> Nation. Very much clipped. But Virgin, were you crying like Heisen? I wasn't crying, but I was sad. But <laughs> Empire Nation scored 145 for eight. The picks, the Berta Blackhawks, 99 all out. Their first Woo-hoo! defeat in, in six tries, right? And the third match they have lost in two, two years in this competition. So just want to say congratulations to Empire Nation and uh, commiseration to, to uh, Rakim and his team. They also ran. Virgil, your take. Tell us your take. Virgil may have to fly over. Virgil may have to fly over. I only watched the last half of the game. When you call me, tell me the game was on. But as I said, congratulations to um, what's the team? Um, Empire that beat them, man. I mean, these guys have the champion for like what five years or five or six years. So you have, to, you have to really give um, Empire the credit. Then guys really play hard in the end. And ooh, that, that day when, when you play the hardest, I think you deserve to be win. So just congratulations to them for the first time. So. Mm-hmm. I say congratulations to them too. But, you know, I said in, a, in, a, in an article I wrote, I said, Liberta is due an off night. Let us not... <laughs> Hope that it comes tonight, and, and so it came to pass. It came tonight. They did not show up at all. They didn't show up. But it's good for the tournament. And just congratulate the winners. We have a young Mackenzie, a spinner. Look out for him. And of course, Kofi James. Kofi James. He was the man of the series. He also had an outstanding series, but in a losing cause. But. Micah McKenzie, the youngster uh, from the Empire Nation. He's a youngster to watch. And the tournament is, is getting waves from all over because you had commentators coming from Australia, you know, playing coming from Australia. And, of course, most of the Scottish players were down there as well. And players from all over the Caribbean were involved in the tournament. And just want to say congratulations to the sponsors, Cool and Smooth. They have been doing this for a while. And I believe if they have not been honored in Antigua, that I would recommend them and others, I'm sure, would support me in um, recommending them for some high award for their uh, humanitarian effort in helping to build cricket in Antigua and Barbuda. Anyone else wants to come in? We notice we want to welcome back uh, Jatin. Well, Liam? Yes, sir. Well, while, we're speaking of, um, while we're speaking of congratulations, Permit me to go outside of cricket a little here and say congratulations to Lorna Creaky Smith, that is Barbara's sister, who contested the elections over there in the British Virgin Islands this past okay. Monday for the very mm-hmm. first time and was successful in her winning and now forms part mm-hmm. of the government in the British Virgin Islands. Yes. She is now the, the Deputy Premier of the British Virgin Islands. So congratulations Let's hear to the VIP party. Congratulations. And Lorna Smith. 
in the footsteps of a husband who would have um, had three terms as the the um the premier of the British Virgin Islands. So Yeah, thank you for that. That's okay. my taking congratulations. Yes. yes indeed. Thank you so much for that. Well thank we you. were talking a little bit about the coolness mood. Can anyone else want to join in and say anything about that before we move on? <laughs> Don't know if Chaitin saw any of the match or heard anything of the match. But the the tournament, but okay, so let's move on. Dennis, anything on hand? That you want well, to touch? We can, yeah, we can uh, discuss the Headley Week. From yes, two the this week. Mm-hmm. We have the, um, the, the academy team playing uh, the uh, week team. Remember, the first round was the the um, Headley team, sorry, play, the, the weeks. Headley team played the academy last week, and, of course, the academy taught them a very painful lesson. Mm-hmm. And this week we have the Headley team taking on the Academy team. And once again, another fantastic, fantastic match. The first team, we had uh, Headley scoring a massive 401. Uh, we have somebody shuffling his papers back there. Team Week scored 401 uh, with Sander Paul, 25, McCaskey, 93, Party 12, Athenae's zero, King, Brandon King, 92, Hamilton, 57, Sinclair, 86, Drake, 13, Permol, zero, and Smith, two, and McAllister, zero. And for the uh, Academy, Young, three for 91, Clark, three for 107, and Simmons, two for four. I should say also at this point that the academy team was without their star bowler from last week, the, the quick bowler, Joan, Joan, Joan Lane. Remember, he took 5 for 39 in match one, and he missed this second match due to a family bereavement. Who's shuffling papers in my ears? Missed this second match due to family bereavement. They were without their star, one of their star bowlers, I should say. The West Indies Academy team, in their first innings, showed their mettle once again, scoring 435 all out in reply to the Headley team, 401, and another or two very enormous hits from Mackenzie, who scored 221 runs. And Wickham, who scored 121 runs. And in support, they missed 435, with McAllister from the Weeks team taking 4 for 84, Permal 3 for 106, Sinclair 2 for 71. Uh, the West Indies Academy team had a, short, a small lead of about 34 runs. And Team Weeks went in for their second attempt. They scored 107 for three with Chandler Paul, 53, McCaskey, 31, Cardi, 21. However, rain came and affected the match, and so they were not able to complete the match and ended up with a match being drawn. 
and the uh, round three will be played next starting on the 3rd of May. May. 3rd of May, where Team Weeks will play Team Headley. And I suspect strongly that the winner of the final match will probably be the one to play the the academy team in the final rounds. But before we move on, I have to also... Well, just before you go, uh, do you know who the young man, Mackenzie, where is he from? Is he yes, from? yes. McKen- Mackenzie is a Jamaican national. Okay. Of, he was born in 2000, so he's 22 years old, and he's listed as a top-order batter with a right-arm spin. He's played mm-hmm. for Jamaica. He's played for Jamaica Talawas, played in the West Indies under 19, and also now the West Indies Academy. He okay, awesome. in, 20, in 2022, he had one innings in the CPL, and he scored 15 runs. And in 2022-23, in the CG Super 50, he, also, he had four in, innings with an average of 15. And in the West Indies Championship 2022-23, he had six innings with his average of 18. And, of course, he upstart, upstaged everything with a magnificent 221 and have an average of 90 from three innings. Of course, we should also mention Kevin Wickham. He's yeah, a Wickham, he's Bajan. And he is born in 2003. That makes him uh, 20 years mm-hmm. old currently. Mm-hmm. Played for West Indies under 19, the Barbados team, and the West Indies Academy. He's a right arm batter and sometimes right arm spin. And he too has played in the CG 50, 20, 22, 23, six innings with an average of 30. And the Edley Weeks, he's got an average of 45, notwithstanding his high 121. But it is um, very pleasing to the eye to behold the um, fact that the West Indies Academy certainly is uh, working on these youngsters and they are beginning to produce fruit. So pretty soon I expect to see these two young men as well as uh, Bola, Joan Lane and others in the Academy moving up into the West Indies and, of course, their national teams because these are the future West Indians and we certainly wish them well. We're very happy to see them making the great progress that they have made, Leon, and we look forward to their progress. Back to you. Yeah. Anyone else want to speak? Go ahead. Yes. I'll just observe something here that I know I know teams are made up of individuals, but when a side yes. make uh, like 440 and two players scored uh, 340 out of it, it is saying yes. that the rest of the side did not do, do a whole lot. I know I know they are still part of the team. So while yes. while 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 the the, the team score at 240, you know, really looks good and it, and it really surpasses the, the, the other team. But we have to remember that um, just two players scored 340 out of it. So they're just counting the performance, others do their thing, then, you know. It, it, it all 
looking good for the West Indies. Yeah, the young players, the way they perform. But um, one thing that we should not miss here, of course, is that the two players who scored the massive amount of runs obviously came early. And with time and others, it's quite likely that the lower order batters attempted to push things along more. So their failure may not necessarily be what it is, Mm -hmm. but an indication of an attempt to get a result. Game situation, game situation, yeah. Yes, game situation. What I noticed, the most seasoned seasoned players did not perform as well, you know. I don't know how would that go down when it comes time for them to select an A-team on tour. So that's something that we obviously could look and, and see what's going on there. With these players, Leonard, are you speaking of um, Casey? Not Casey. Um, no, I'm speaking Casey. of players like Thomas and Bravo didn't have a really outstanding tournament, and some other players too. So, you know, you 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 have to do something about these players. You can you can continue to fail, 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 but. Um, we, we we don't know. We don't know what um, eleven they're gonna pick for the east side or what team they're gonna pick because India due to tour shortly as well. So we, we hope that everybody gets an equal opportunity to to perform and at least if you fail in a couple in our ocean, at least have a big score behind you to say um, selector I'm here. I'm ready. Go ahead. I said one such guy put up his hand. Yeah, I'm trying to for the longest. I'm saying here now that one such guy is putting up his hand. And while we're down here hoping, and maybe it's all about hope, we have a king who is putting up his hand and on his throne for the longest would have already said to the world, I would like to play red ball cricket. But they seem to be holding this young man, Brandon King, in some kind of cage, as if you can only play white ball cricket. And I know cricket is cricket. And if you want to play white ball cricket, and the robot should have told you, you've got to start from the highest level, the longer version. And this guy has showed us that he can play in the longer version. Why aren't we using Brandon King? At the same time, actually using, using um, a David Warner. When everybody thought David Warner would only play 20-20 cricket, He's taking all of the formats. So let's Sorry, Ivar. One point for you. I just wanted to remind you that the recent um, inquiry, the team, they recommended that these some of these players from the white ball cricket, sorry, from the red ball cricket, should be incorporated into the white ball team and vice versa. In other words, they're saying give everyone a chance. And what you're saying here, I'm acknowledging that, uh, you know, these guys like King, as you pointed out, and Hope must therefore be included in all our formats, not just pigeonholed into one format. Sorry to interrupt you. Mm-hmm. I, I agree that him and Hope should be in that team, in the test side, not only in the, white, the ODI, but the test team. They're good enough. You know, and hope seems to have gone back, gained back his, 
his confidence. And of course, King was always, always one who, who has the ability to play the, the quicks. And I don't know why. I don't know if he has not been making himself available or, or illness. I don't know. Why is it that they're not doing this to him? And you, let's see what they do. Anyone else wants to chime in? But Sergeant, I, I have you? a problem, you know. I mean, we're saying with hope, because only 11 people can play. Hope has gone over to England, play for a team over there, and playing as a wicket keeper, and playing in the wicket keeper's position, six and seven. We have a wicket Your- keeper who he has got to oust. De Silva is keeping and batting well for West Indies and as captain one of the teams here mm-hmm. and has performed. So we're yeah. just not going to just get up and push in a guy to push out a guy who's performing also. Mm-hmm. So if, if he wants to perform and to be in West Indies team, he has got to show that he can make the team solely as a batsman mm-hmm. and not a wicket keeper batsman. And that is what Hope is doing in England. So there's very little hope for him if you're picking 11, unless you're going to play him as a batsman. And therefore, you have to look at the batsmen who are in the team to see who he can who, who, are, who are you referring to, Leo? Um, uh, hope. Hope. Hope in England Child is playing hope. as the big keeper yes, for, yes. His, in England, for, he's for his team. Mm-hmm. So he's yes, coming point, up against... He's coming up against the weak keeper for the West Indies, who is performing. So hope chances are slim to none unless he can get in purely as a batsman. So he has got to go and start to play as a batsman to get into the West Indies team because the silver is not going anywhere anytime soon. People have been asking why Dowitz cannot make the team as a batsman, purely as a batsman. Mm-hmm. So here's where we have to really not be so hard on the selectors, but we are clamoring for hope. But is the position of hope as a wicketkeeper batsman versus we still have a wicketkeeper batsman in Dulwich and we have a wicketkeeper batsman in the Silver? Thomas? Mm-hmm. And Thomas, and Thomas is the uh, all arounder in their bowling, <laughs> batting, feeling, and everything. Yes. So hope has got to make up his mind. If you want to play for West Indies, I, if I were he, I would concentrate in the batting and try to bat up the order as a yes. batsman. Yes. They're not yes. going to just pick hope as a wicketkeeper batsman and throw away the silver. That is not going to happen. No, no way. No way. No. No. But what, he what, probably, what? I, I don't know if this is the position that he was available to him in that, that team. That's it. That's that the position was available to him to be a wicketkeeper yeah. batsman. Yeah. So I don't he know if that's the position that he yeah. So maybe they didn't have a good wicket keeper in the in the team. Is it Warwickshire the second team that he's playing for? Oh, no, no. But whatever it is, he had to make up his mind what he wants to do. No, I think he's playing for um, which team he playing for? Is that the Morgan? Yorkshire. Yorkshire second eleven. Second team, 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 second
he, or they can but in the position we have to where he's making his runs is with the silver is making his runs. That's well, what I'm saying. Well, so it, it's only eleven people can play, and he's playing yeah, in the second you, division. We just cannot well, push no, out somebody. No. For, as much as I like hope, I just cannot do it. But well, well, who, 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 who do we have at number three? Do we have a, a stable number three in the Western Test team? Yes, we can't have We have reaper We have reaper oh, signs. I know. Right. Right. No, we can't take over that. that spot. You're not going to throw away Miles, and definitely you're not going to throw. Um, what, what's his name there? Um, Banner or Blackwood? Blackwood. You're not going to throw away Blackwood just like that either. They have to be sick right now because these guys have to do twice as much as them. So, what's going to happen? Maybe he set Miles catch a fire and change his attitude. Uh, bravo. Just, I don't know why. I think Cohen, probably we, we, he's saying, in contention too. He seems as if he's... That's what I'm saying. I would have yeah. probably my team at seniority yeah. and you can settle on. And then you still have... I don't see why Poohan can't play white, red ball cricket. So we, we have to stop pigeonholing these guys. We have to. Yeah. But, but, but I don't think Poohan, he, he is... He is... Um, Thinking about playing white ball, I mean, red ball. I don't think so. He, you know, don't he, know. He, I don't know, but I don't know. But whatever will be, will be. Let's hope that they pick some. There's a team going to Bangladesh. A team. Is it Bangladesh or is it somebody else? But anyway, there's a team that is being picked. And uh, we, we just want to wait and see where. Let, 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 me, let me ask a question. Let me ask a question, Dave. Let me ask a question. Do, do, don't we have a four-day tournament going on home? No. Yes. Where? No, it's ended. No, not now. Not now. No, 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 not now. But yes. do we have one? I don't yes. think they had one huh? again. Yes, we have the West Indies yes. Championship four days. Okay. That's the red ball cricket, so these guys don't participate in those games? Uh, some of them don't. Mm-hmm. Some, of, yeah, some, some of them, them don't. Because when you get selected, you get selected for West Indies test team by this four-day game, right? Not from one day and from T20, right? You get selected from the four-day game. Currently, right. yes. That's what's supposed well, to happen, Virgin. That's what's okay. supposed to happen. Sometimes it doesn't. Go that don't way. the Headley Week series replace the, the four-day matches. They, they play a, a five-round series or one-round series, and then they pick yeah, what, the what best. Whatever, whatever competition, as long as they play red ball, is, that's the competition we're talking about. Because that's what yeah, they well, get to play for after select from West Indies mm-hmm. um, test team, not from T20. But Hope is not in it. Hope will get exemption. And um, the play, all other players were. Mm-hmm. Well, well, we're not saying they've got exemption, Leon. I think they've just been focusing on white ball and red ball team exclusively. Because remember, several years ago, West mm-hmm. Indies was giving contracts to players for the various um, white ball and red ball um, mm-hmm. tournament series. But now that is going out of fashion, out of style, and they're now just contracting players. And the recent inquiry suggested that 
you have to give these guys, you should recommend it that they all should get a taste of all types of format of the game. So I think we might be turning the corner in the West Indies as far as, um, you know, showing our true potential and getting things back into real focus. I have the, the full squads of all who were playing in the in this um, tournament here. The team Headley, the team Weeks, the team Headley comprised of Joshua De Silva, the captain, Sonel Ambris, Darren Bravo, Justin Graves, Kevin Hodge, and Chai Hola, Akim Jordan, McQueenie, Quino, Mingley, Shane Mosley, Gudegesh Muti, Anderson Phillips, Kyron Powell, and Tevin Walcott. The team weeks, Alex Atanese, he's the captain, Tanzarine, Shander Paul, Casey Carty, Dominic Drake, Jamal Hamilton, Brandon King, Jahia McAllister, Zakaria McCaskey, Vermasami uh, Pamal, Raymond Reefer, Kevin Sinclair, Neil Smith, Neil Smith, and Devon Thomas. The West Indies Academy now, Kelvin, uh, Kelvin Anderson, Akeem August, Joshua Bishop, Teddy Bishop, McKenny Clark, Rivaldo Clark, Joshua James, Jonathan, uh, Johan Lane, Kirk McKenzie, Ashmead Ned, Kelvin Pittman, Kagan Simmons, Raymond Simmons, Kevin Wickham, and Nian Young. Nian Young. So those are the players that are selected. Who is there? Hope is not there. Who else is left out? <laughs> and Hope is in England playing the county championship. Anybody knows of anybody who should have been in there? Yes, Joaquin Cornwall. No, but he asked not to be selected. Yes, I know. But your question, in theory, you said anybody knows of anyone who should be there. And I'm saying... Oh, should Cornwall. be there, yeah. But I, 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 we, yes. we have an excuse for, for him and, and who, who else. And Dorridge. Dorridge, yeah. So they also... Yeah, those two. They should be there. Well, apart or from those, who else could be? Hmm. I don't know who else should be there, Liam, but I know who should be investing this team before any other batsman. Tell us. Whether it's Hope or anybody else, is that youngster, the captain for the Windward Islands. Uh, Artenes. Artenes. Agree with you. A hundred percent. He should have. He went in the corner, sit down, and we lose him. Because he has leadership quality, Mm -hmm. and he's, you know, he has a good cricketing. Um, head on his shoulders. You have to grab these guys early. You just cannot discard them and, and and just because I like a person who you have known out there who promised so much, delivered so little. You must invest in these guys. Let's not forget, and I'm going to say it again, Gary Sobers was the teenager who held that record for the longest making West Indies team until El Camino Willis as a 19-year-old broke down shattered the glass ceiling, and came through. You must use these youngsters exactly. when you see them. We cannot just hold on to all the oldsters. Let them get hungry. 
and, and, and let these young guys push them. So I think that guy has got to be in any other team and play. He must be uh, that, not just yes. Uh, didn't he wasn't he selected uh, on a West Indies team uh, when 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 done tour? But I think he was yes, at, too much I think is, he yeah, for the for the but yeah, only yeah, two matches uh, against uh, um, I think went, South Africa. Went on tour. South Africa. Yes. Mm-hmm. And we were but talking he, about he, that. It's okay they, because Lara sat behind mm-hmm. West Indies for five test matches in the West Indies. Went to England, sat down for another five and didn't play. And I was one of them saying, "Why Logan don't even want to play?" You know, I was picking on him. And it's what Brian Lara turned out to be one of the world's greatest. So this tour that this young man uh, and, and, was on. Another example, uh, Ivor, is when Sir Andy came in. Sir Andy came in a match um, because Keith Boyce, um, something happened to Keith Boyce, and he, uh, he was out. And Boyce came back, and Sir Andy was out again. And then afterwards, he came back and, and played again, and it's no question about who, who Sir Andy is, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, so some of the best that we're looking back on right now. Uh, guys, that yes. had a real hard time, to, uh, you know, to fight their way into this into the side. But once they get in and establish themselves, uh, the, the rest is history. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, we, we, we also, don't know. We also remember. Yeah. Well, let's let's, let's go ahead. I would answer yeah, yeah. one thing here, Leon, because I just opened up a can of worm there. You know, I had it to say before, and maybe I should say it now. I think that really was very, very unfortunate. This Who? guy didn't fail. He only played five matches and took, what, some 12 wickets. And mm-hmm. the best figures are three for something. But mm-hmm. here is it. Where you're pushing out and you're pushing mm-hmm. in. But mm-hmm. Willie didn't get a chance to come back in. 73 to 75. Right. Mm-hmm. And as much as I like a Clive Lloyd, I'm mm-hmm. going to tell you the truth. No, let me say it. Permit me to say it. Clive Lloyd was the one that ruined El Comido Willie by not picking him, and we still had a spinner in Derrick Parry, who made the team in 1978 when the spin out of the West Indies was Derrick Parry and Willis. So in 1978, Willis was still playing at the, at the right age of 21. Willis was ousted from the West Indies team for no good reason. Mm-hmm. So Robert, Robert, like think, Robert didn't say that the same thing about him too? Himself too? Who? But he was 32. Robert. But he was 32. Yeah, but Robert was a fit 32. Mm. Yeah. So you can't yeah, put nothing and say. Robert was a fit 32 when Clive Light mm. pushed him aside. I know, I know. We know that. At the right age of 21 when Clive Light pushed him aside. So as much as we like Clive Light, he would have done some things to Leeward Islands, and people don't want to talk about it. I'm doing it tonight on the show. Amen. Amen. In Willis birthday tomorrow, he was outdone by a Clive Lloyd. Yes. Just mm-hmm. as Andrew Roberts was outdone by a Clive Lloyd. I'm saying <laughs> it. <laughs> well, we, we have Simon. Can we be entertained, Simon, tonight, folks? Or shall we go on? Simon. No, can I, can I say what I was saying? Go ahead. Well, well it's 8 o'clock. It's time for it's yeah. Lawrence Yagaro. 8 o'clock. It's the Lawrence Yagaro hour. It's tonight. Go ahead. Yeah, internet. Okay. Uh, I know, I know. Ivan was saying when um, what's in there? Lara didn't play when Lara was with um, the team that didn't play all five test match or what. But we also have to remember, we had a winning team, so it was hard for guys to get in. But this little youngster that he's talking about now, 
I mean, there was nothing hard for him to get in the team because we was not winning. So if we was winning, I could understand if the youngster did not play, but we was losing. You're losing like that. You have to give these youngsters a chance because you cannot have a team losing, losing, and keep on playing the same team all the time. I can understand if you're winning, and I'm there sitting on the bench, and I can't get in because the team is doing good. But when the team is doing pure rubbish, as I would say, not doing good, and you have other guys sitting on the bench and not playing them, shame on us, really, because we need to Virgil, give these Virgil, guys Virgil. a chance. Please, Leon, correct Virgil, yeah. please. In 1975, we even get a trashing from Australia. 5-1 trashing. 6-1. 5-1. 5-1. 5-1. 5-1 is in 1975, I'm telling you, when Willis was ousted. We wasn't in thing. As a matter of fact, when, we, when Willis dropped from the West Indies team, the two matches that he played and performing, West Indies won those matches, Virgil. Go and check your history. West Indies no, won the it. last two test matches that we played and he got wickets in them. He started on the Kanai. Well, they moved Kanai out of there and it got Clive Lloyd as the captain. And he did with it wrong. I'm saying it. Because no, the one match is Virgil. I was, I was not Indies talking about what he was and, talking about with Willis. I was not well, talking Willis about what he was talking matches. about with it. The two matches, no, no, no. the last two matches, are they going to look it up right now? Let me clarify myself. I was not talking about what you were talking about, Willis. You were talking, talking about the youngster from the Windward Island who went and played the West Indies. I did not Atenez. play. That is Atenez. what Atenez. I was talking Atenez. about. And you, you mm. make a statement that said Lara was playing with the West Indies mm. on the team. Did not get oh, played the five games. Okay. I was mm. wait, wait, wait. I was saying we had a winning team there. There was no reason for bring Lara in the team at that time. But what I'm saying, it was this little youngster who you said that they took to play the last two test matches in South Africa, and they did not play that youngster. What we did? Did we win the game? Why the youngster did not play? No, we lose both games. And the youngster did not play. Did not that play. is what I was okay. talking about. Okay, I understand. Thank you, I understand. thank you, thank you, folks. Let's go on. Simon, we gonna bypass it tonight. And a very good evening to you, Mr. President. And I'll also say good evening to Dennis Cardinal. Good evening to you and um, Audley, Donna, Murtrice, Virgil, Mr. Patel, Jetna. I've uh, heard I've on the phone, Mr. McKenzie, and all our faithful listeners all over the world. A very good night to everyone. Good evening. Hope everyone had a wonderful week last week. And we're looking forward to a much better week this week. Hey, Simon, you, you forget Hyacinth. You forget... Hyacinth also, yes. Um, please forgive me. Hi. Give me, how are you doing? How are you? Yeah, and, um, I'm fine, thank you. I'm so happy to hear that. And I'll be okay, on Simon, of the wood soon, so I'll give you a look up when I get there. Okay. <laughs> you have part of travel. You go. Okay. Jason, um, can you give us a rundown and and uh, the IPL? Jason, you were quiet for the night. Give us give us a rundown. Give us an update. Anything new? Exciting? Any forecast? Uh, not much, but uh, this uh, IPL is going well. 
compared to all previous one the one of the big thing is like 200 score now i believe i think it's a 16 times so far out of 31 or 32 team uh, games so if you look at that uh, the bar is going up in terms of uh, total uh, team score total mm-hmm. number of sixes and total number of boundaries those are all going up and at the same time uh, the biggest thing is the majority of the decision now is coming in a 20th over i believe this is the first ipl so far out of 15 where you mm-hmm. have more decisions going towards the last over than all previous events so this like a mm-hmm. lot of things are going well in terms of competition and uh, so far eight and nine uh, games played by most of the ipl teams now so far so we are more than halfway but even at this point you cannot say that someone is eliminated yet means all team teams have still a chance to qualify for the playoff Mm-hmm. top four teams goes for the playoff and uh, if we look at the point tables uh, gujarat titans leading with the 12 they played uh, eight games and uh, most of the teams has played except four rajasthan royals chennai super king punjab 11 and uh, kr these are the only four teams has played nine games rest of them has played eight <laughs> they supposed to play total number of games 14 all together and at this point uh, delhi capitals after eight games only four points but they still have to play six more games means there are possible 16 points if you look at other way so that's like as of now it's going to be the tight race and uh, i will not be surprised if the final playoff spots will be decided in a last game that's going to happen that's what it's happening for last uh, couple of ipl until they reach the 14th round so that's uh, doing good and also some of the performance also going well in terms of uh, uh, performances but this is the time now we might lose some of the foreign players because of their national commitment or programs and that may impact little bit here and their performance but the good thing about this ipl lot of uh, uh, players who are not well known or performer in the past are stepping up and improving the performance so that's what's been happening yeah other than that uh, everything is look good and it will be more exciting to see how it's uh, ready towards the playoff Any question for Jatin folks any question for Jatin on the IPL? Any comment? Okay. How about the German the New Zealand that yeah New Zealand Pakistan New Zealand Pakistan Yeah New Zealand Pakistan Just before Golian just before Golian um Jatin I was expecting you to come and give a shout out to your son Hi you're coming on Brand Lara's Day May 2 yeah. I normally celebrate princess on April 24 that's the Tendulkar's birthday <laughs> so we, I know we, we, we and that's a mind me too 
My grandson. My grandson is the 25th. <laughs> and uh, believe it or not, when the birthday hour was going on, I was talking to my son. He is in uh, right now New Jersey because he's more of a New York based. Mm-hmm. So we had a good chat, and that's why I drop out for the phone call because uh, sometimes these young fellows don't have time like we do. So I have to go <laughs> with their schedule. If say, Daddy, I'm calling, so I have to pick up the phone. You know. <laughs> yeah. So thanks okay. for that uh, reminder. Yeah, indeed, thanks for that too. Mm-hmm. That's why we have this. Okay, how about New Zealand and uh, Pakistan? Is my well, it's typical. Uh, no, let, let's let's cover Sri Lanka and uh, Ireland. That's a, 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 a score fest. Sri Lanka seven hundred and four for three, Ireland four ninety two and two hundred two. Sri Lanka winning there by an innings and one hundred and ten runs. Comments, anyone? Anyone well, wants to? That 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 particular match, Leon, is. Uh, underscored by the fact that uh, um, Sri Lanka had, uh, what, three players? One, two, three, four players who scored centuries. Two scored double centuries. Two scored single century. And uh, those were like the first four batters for Sri Lanka who came to the crease and monopolized the whole match to the point where Sri Lanka lost only three wickets in their seven hundred and four for three declared. Of course, Ireland was very bored by the fact that they had managed to score nearly 500 runs. And they had uh, good contributions from Camphor and Century and Sterling with 95 from Balburnie and Tucker 80. So Ireland, of course, felt very confident, you know, that they were up on this swing when they scored nearly 500 and not thinking that what scores for the goose is also scores for the gander. And Sri Lanka came back and outmaneuvered them with 704. And to add insult to injury, Sri Lanka won the match by an innings and 10 runs. Having mm-hmm. scored 500 runs in the first innings, I doubt that Ireland thought that they could be beaten, let alone beaten by an innings and 10 runs. But that is cricket, you know. That's what makes it exciting. That's my comment on that. Uh, yeah, it's a good, yeah. good sight to see, to see Ireland making four hundred. Go ahead, then. Go ahead. Then. Yeah, I'll just join Dennis there because I was saying, look, Ireland played out of their skin. I mean, scoring yeah. four hundred ninety-two, batting for one hundred forty-five and a half overs. I mean, they did well. Yes. But man, it must be must be disheartening when you when you take a look at the the, the other the other team, uh, and they're yes. batting uh, and and at one at one stage let me let me see, at one stage they were they were like hey, um, four hundred and ninety six for two, um, no we made <laughs> my side made four hundred and ninety two, right. And they are in 45 and a half overs, and they are 496 for two in, 100, in 115 overs. I mean, mm-hmm. it's heartening. 629 for three. Uh, I can only say, um, look, Ireland did well, but it, it, yes. it, it showed up in the bowling department that, um, look, they are the Sri Lankans being at home, 
and and they were they were well on top as as um you mentioned already two double centuries and two separate centuries um for for the Sri Lankans and um uh, commiseration to 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 the Irish men I said they played well but in in the end the second innings and the fourth fourth innings there are well, as a matter of fact, the third because on um, Sri Lanka batted one. Um, it happened that they collapsed. Um, they batted for 77 half overs, but um, they just could not um, save off defeat from the Sri Lankan. Very, very good test match. Although, um, you know, the, the Sri Lankan won going away. Mm-hmm. I would say it was pretty interesting because, you know, while the, while the Irish guys were batting, you, could, you, you know, you could see that something was brewing because to make almost 500 runs, it's really a good, really a good inning. Back to you. Yes, indeed. Anyone else? Anyone else want to say anything? Let's turn our attention to New Zealand versus Pakistan. The match, New Zealand scored 336 for five in the 50-over encounter. Pakistan, in reply, 337 for three, winning there by some semi-crits. And Pakistan, oh, they can, are can leading... I in, can I just slip in something here before we go over? Yeah. Sorry. Um, I'll forget to mention the other centurions in the match. Uh, and the and the Brian Bowler, 57 overs, 1 for 191. <laughs> Curtis Champer, uh, 20 overs, yeah. 1 for 101. And we have Benjamin White, 34 overs, 1 maiden, 203 runs, no win. Mm-hmm. So wow. those, are, those are the others. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the They're not proud of that. How about the score of New Zealand versus um, Pakistan, the series, at least some of the... Well, Williams, 26, for New Zealand. And Conway's over in us, in India, playing IPL. IPL. Yeah, and they are getting... Well, they lost the... Pakistan won the, won the T20, and now they are two up in the ODIs. And they have yeah, three to correction. go. Correction on the T20, Leon. There were five T20s. Two were won by Pakistan, two by New Zealand. I'm and sorry. No result. No result. One, one, no, one no, by no, New result. Zealand. One by New, New Zealand. No, no two, two, one. One was a no result. One, one was a no result. Okay, yeah, New, New Zealand, Zealand won the last one. No, last one, yes. Yeah. Okay. Two, two. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Yeah. But in the ODIs, the Pakistanis, they're up by two with three matches to go. So let's hope on this final one, New Zealand. Well, well first, Pakistan ODI, by Pakistan, New first ODI, New Zealand made 288 for seven in the mm-hmm. 50 overs. And Pakistan replied with 291 for five with an over and a half to spear. Therefore, winning by five, which is the second ODI. Um, New Zealand, 236 for five. Three. In the three 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 for five. And then uh, Pakistan replied, 337 for three in yeah. uh, 48 overs and two balls. They have 10 balls to spare, thus winning by seven wickets. And um, see any outstanding square. Fakar Zaman. He made um, 180, and I think once he made a double century already, so he was just 20 away from another double century in, in ODIs. So 
in short, that's the score. Indeed. You know, Liam, um, to back up, uh, underscore what um, Audley has just pointed out. Don Trio, Zaman, Azam, and Rizwan. They are just such a formidable trio. Uh, Zaman scored 117 in the first ODI, and he scored 118 in the second. And we have um, Azam, 49 in the first, and he scored 65 in the second. Rizwan, 42 in the first, and 54 in the second, which shows the consistency that you really need when you're playing these matches, and that's the kind of consistency we are looking for when the West Indies go out to play. You know, these three... Barbara Zam didn't do too bad himself. He made 49 and 65, the captain. Yeah, but another factor you have to consider, they, they, they don't have no IPL to go to, you know. So they always play well, together. That might, that might be the case, Leon, but that's still... When you look at the records, it shows consistency mm-hmm. and it shows reliability and it shows people, batters who know exactly what they have to do. It's not their fault that they don't have um, T20s to go to, the fact of the no, matter I don't, no, no, I'm just saying they're playing more together and always together. They know their, their players, they know their style and they can, they know how, when you're batting with, with, with a, a team member, you know, you normally will blend. Here, for instance, Conway is gone, right? And Williamson. And he's really kicking up a storm in the IPL. Who? Conway is kicking up a storm. Yeah, Yeah, but uh, Williamson is injured. And if he were well, he probably would be in in IPL too. But he just opened the door for other players. So you can't blame them if they allow them to go. Whatever they put over, they expect. Whatever team they put on the field. They expect them to win, and if they don't win, well, Pakistan benefit. So I'm glad for that. Folks, one of the things I want us to look at is the, the upcoming uh, what the nothing oh. World Test Championship. World Test Championship. And um, Virgin would like this, man. The question is, India has named... India, India have not named their the squad yet? Yes, I have I have the squad for India. No, India already named the squad. Yes, I have the squad. Rohit Sharma, Captain Shubman Gill, Jitteswar Pujara, Virat Kohli, Ajinkya Rehey, Gail Rahul, Tehis Bharat, Ravichandran Ashwin, Ravi Chandra, Jadeja, Aksar Patel, Shadul Thakur, Mohammed Shami, Mohammed Siraj, Umesh Yadav, and Zaydev Unagkat. The question is, there are 15 names there. Who will make the top 11? It's hard to see how you can leave any one of these guys out. I'm, I'm happy to see Rahani back in the side. Because I, th- I think he, he, he loses contract or, or demoted um, greatly, you know, the, the downside. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I don't think he even had a con- has a contract right now. But um, I, I'm happy to see that he, he's in the side because he has, he's a guy that yep. with a very good record, especially when he captained India. 
Um, but, um, you know, he, he, he was suffering from some lack of form and, and he was left out. But he had been playing very good in the, in the, in the VJ um, Harari Trophy or, or whatever the name of it is. And um, so because and, and even in the in the T20, the IPA, so he, it, he has earned a recall. And I'm hoping that he get a chance to um, really ex- re-establish himself again. I know he's not that very young, neither is he very old, but he's going to be between himself now and, and Kajura, you know, for the last part. Matthew. Is, is, Shaw, is Sharma injured? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Roy he's Sharma? number one. My, my apologies. My apologies. Yeah, he's here. Yeah, he's here. Yeah. yeah, he's number one in the list. Sorry. Okay, the match is going to be played in June the 7th to June the 11th. And it's going to be at the Oval in London, near, 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 near Heisen. And, uh, looking forward to... What about the Australia Australian squad? I got, a squad. I got a squad from Marcus Harris, Travis Head, Osman Kawaja, Matt Renshaw, Steve Smith, David Warner, Marcus Labashani, Mitchell Marsh, Cameron Green, Alex Carey, the keeper, Josh Inglis, um, the substitute or the reserve, Pat Cummins, he's the captain, Scott Boland, Josh Hazelwood, Todd Murphy, Nathan Lyon, and Mitchell Starr. Folks, no, it's about time they give Steve Smith a vice captain. They didn't name one, but don't you think it's about time they give Steve Smith guys playing out of his playing, giving his all. Oh, did you say, Leon, the, the information I have says Steve Smith is the vice captain. Oh, he wasn't, he wasn't, okay. I didn't, it, it wasn't on the list that was coming yeah, from the yeah, ICC. No, he, from the, what the, I have the here. From Australia. Okay. That's good then. That's good. That's good. Mm. They're bringing him back. Uh, he has service time. And it's about time. Yeah. Jason, um, I know you're going to call it um, India, but I have a feeling that Australia is going to take it. Jason, it depends on the pitch. It depends <laughs> on the pitch. You're playing at the oval. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, look at this. Uh, if you look at the balance side, uh, I think India has a better bowling attack, and Australia has a better batting lineup. That, that's yes. still. But depends on the pitch. This thing can turn around either side. Both are capable to win. You know. We just want to welcome a, a new listener to our program with an area code six one two. You wish to speak with us? You can put your hand up, and we'll. And give you an opportunity to say hello to us. Uh, okay. Just put sure. just put one, then your hand will be shown. Yeah, if you're using, one. If you're using a, a cell phone. Yeah. They're using a cell phone, okay? Oh. But in any event, we welcome you and hope that you enjoy what you're hearing. And, of course, if you need to have a question, we can have the chat window open or you can speak with us. Okay, folks, what are we going to do tonight? Anything else that anybody else wants to do? We're going to set aside a little bit of time, folks. And we're going to do a little thing. We had, um, Ivor, you brought in your brother-in-law or your 
Is Sister Lahu was um, celebrating something, um, an appointment as the deputy premier in the Angola? Sister Lahu. No, British Virgin Islands. British BBI. Sister Lahu. Mm-hmm. Well, why, why don't we, we celebrate her in that appointment now? And then we, we get Simon to come in and just bring us home. Can you go ahead now? Because we had a question short thing when we were talking about cooling smoke. Go ahead, Ivor. Oh. Hmm. oh. For me? No, if I'm yeah. going to spend it, I've already said congratulations there. Oh, but if oh, I'm going to okay. spend the time, I'm going to spend the time on the, on the, the okay. boy tomorrow, hmm. Mr. Willis, because like oh, I okay. said, <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I remember. Okay. Well, it was short change a whole year, you know. People tend to forget that, you know. In 1970, when Christina went down, in um, Sinkis, between Sinkis and Nevis there, with it brought us back to life. The whole of Leeward Island, not just Sinkis and Nevis, but especially for Nevis. In 1972, Leon, you're going to remember this too. Mm-hmm. New Zealand toured the West Indies. And every commentator... Rafi knows of Trinidad. They got um, Tony Cole. Roy Lawrence. Roy Lawrence, yes, of Jamaica. You had, and, and, and what's your name in Guyana? Respiro. You had um, Dr. Kennedy Simmons. So you had Tim yeah. Hector. You had Kennedy Hector and, 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 yeah, and Lester Burns. Yes, that number of commentators. That every single one in that tournament. When New Zealand um, came to the West Indies, was saying that Willis was the best left armor. But somehow we felt like the spinners had to come out of Trinidad. In Shanali, you remember that, Leon? In Piazali, Jumadine. You know what I mean? In Bernard Julian, who was a medium pacer, tried his hand, bowling spin. They just felt like the spinners had to come out of Trinidad. And Willis Mm -hmm. surpassed them. New Zealand, when they toured down here in that season, well, they took the most wicket and performed mm. against New Zealand. And he was oh, overlooked then. We had you, we had you, we had you a interview with the president, president, Mr. Shallow. We hope we can, we can, we can talk him into at least doing something because they're not going to pick him now. They, they, all they can do is to recognize him some more. Don't you think that we appropriate, um, especially yes, if he's I think we're taking it too lightly, and I'm wishing him a, a good 70th birthday tomorrow. Indeed. Already okay, 70th right. in some parts of the world because you know it's already um, yeah. the first, so you're already That's celebrating. Right. And I'm we, saying we, we people too, must we remember when he was know. a youngster, mm-hmm. 19 years old, never even shaved with a baby face, still has a baby face, mm-hmm. and open these doors. That is big. And he'd been knocking yes, down did. the doors. He made Nevis team at 16. Made the Leeward Island team at 17. Made the West Indies team at 19. You can't ask for more. Yeah. The guy has knocked down every glass ceiling, pushed down every door. And I have to give it to Ian Chapel because a lot of people are going to feel like Ian Chapel is such and such. I still think it wasn't because of Ian Chapel. Will it wouldn't have got me because... Ian Chappell had to open his mouth and talk. That's when the Greg Chappell came out. Lane, remember that too? When he just mm-hmm. couldn't play with it, he turned to that um, river sweep, what they call it now, and Greg Chappell trying to play with it through the slips. 
in that back and left hand kind of stuff there. Mm-hmm. They just couldn't get will it move. And they kept wondering who is this young boy and force them to pick Willet. And I am saying to the Premier of Nevis, sending the representation yes, to the Prime please, Minister please. in saying it, that the guy should get Sir El Camino Willet and get a stipend that you can show all the young guys and all the young girls that you can make it in sports and you can make it and it should be the work should be seen and should be rewarded. So happy birthday mm. again to Mr. El Camino Willis. And it's touching my heart to say, 70 years tomorrow, it's been a long time from 75 when he last played. And all the national heroes we have been thinking are politicians. Every one of them. No, man, we got to come better than that. It is time right. for El Camino Willis to be up on that podium, getting his pin and name as Sir El Camino Willis, get himself a chauffeur like everybody else, who is knighted, get his guard, get a nice home, and get a stipend. To show. Make him national hero, too. Why not? That's what the national, national hero, hero making this up. Yeah. It, it, well, that is 70 years old. Well. Don't wait until he dies. That's, that's, they're going to wait. He making three scores <laughs> and ten gentlemen. So I'm using this medium, and I know that they're listening, to make this appeal that Willis has made his three scores and ten gentlemen. Give him his flowers while he's alive. Mr. Jew, the Prime Minister of Singit, do what is right. Okay. Happy birthday Thank you, Mr. Willis. Yeah, happy birthday from all of us. We, we pray for Willis almost every week on our show here. Remember, he was sick sometime, and ever since he was under with the, the list, we, we pray for him every week. Simon, we can, we can entertain you. I think we have some time left. Come on, Simon. Give us your question to the panelists. I'm with you, I'm with you, I'm with you, listening to you, talented men and ladies. Okay, question for tonight is, uh, there's a player called Yunus Khan. I'd like the panelists to tell me what is his total test scores in his career. Khan, total scores in his career. That's the first part of the question. Second part, which country he played for. And, and he's from Pakistan. He just make around the 10,000 runs, or, or 10,099, 10, something like that. We, we, we. <laughs> Did you not tell us that already, Simon? But anyway. Yes, but he's still, still bowlers. He's still bowlers. <laughs> I, I remember that. I don't remember, though, but I know, we know he's Pakistan. Anyone think he's Pakistan? First, I think at 10,099 runs, or something like that. The first Pakistan. Yeah, yeah, 10, 10, 0, 9, 9, and it was asked last month, eight weeks back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm taking well, Simon questions now. I, go ahead. You're saying something? I'm, I'm, I'm Simon's question now on my spreadsheet, <laughs> so at least I know when he asks and what he asks. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Simon! <laughs> he asked so last You want to give him an opportunity to ask another, Simon? Yes. You gotta, I, you I, gotta... I, I said to Simon, I, uh, Leon, I said to Simon, use a pencil. You have to use a pen. Use a pencil, and the, when whenever you ask a question, just put the date there, so you'll know when when you ask that question. You won't that's you true, won't repeat uh, it. Early. Okay, I remember. You know, I remember that. Back to it, but, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. I remember that young man. So you give me an easy yeah. one now. Like Simon, can I give you an easy one? 
Go ahead. I'll give you an easy one. Like Monster. how many players? How many players came back play for West Indies from St. Kitts? Yeah, I'll give you an easy one because <laughs> we have. I, I we had one. a match. West Indies, one. not not West Indies. Munster versus Leeward, um, Nevis, playing in Nevis, and Nevis really toil up until lunch to get only one wicket. Could you guess who was the star batsman who was in the wicket for Munster that was giving us trouble when they scored 101 for one up until lunch and will it yeah. didn't get a wicket up until then? Could you okay. name that batsman who you think? Yeah. Okay, what, uh, you have to give me a time frame now. What, what period are you talking about? Before my time oh. or before your time? <laughs> Okay, I'll give you a During the Willie time, 19, 1969. 69. 1970, let's put it there, about that. Okay, from Nevis, you said, right? I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll have to go with Tom Willett. The score, the score was Munster Martin. Yeah, I'll have to go with Willett. Yeah, the score was 101 for one. We couldn't, we couldn't get a wicket. Willett didn't even get a wicket. Willett right. ball, I think some 29 runs came from his, from his spell. Yeah. 29, I remember that. And yeah. um, tell me the star batsman that was keeping us at bay, out of Monstra, who we couldn't get out at that time, up until lunch. Who do you think his name was? Uh, well, the only good batsman I know that was there at that time, I would have to say, um, let me think, think a little bit in that era now. That's a little before my time now. So let's see now. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. It's That's an easy one. Can, That's an easy one. There. The best Batman out of Montreal. I, I went off to say Kingsley, Kingsley Rock. Kingsley Rock? Oh, no, 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 no. No. That was not the Willie time. Okay. Has, uh, is, Kingsley Rock was a good player there. A last name ends with an M? Last name ends with an M begins with an A. Begins with yeah. an A. Yeah, it's yeah. like seven years after you was married, Simon. You should remember that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, after I was born, <laughs> his surname, his surname begins with A, and Leon Hinton so he ends with N. Yeah. Who was that batsman? Al- Allen, Allen, Allen. Which one? Which one? Two Allens you have, Monster. <laughs> At the time, oh, yes, and they played. Both Allen played. Yeah. <laughs> which Which batsman was at the wicket up until lunch? I see. You, you, no, well, I Allen don't know. Right? I don't remember the first name, but I'll, I'll go with Allen. Okay, you're right. Okay, Jim Allen. And let me remember this too because we bowled out Monstrous after lunch for 114 runs. Will it yeah. take in eight, eight wickets, wickets yeah. for two runs? Mm-hmm. You remember? Yes, yes, eight Yes. We bowled him out for 114. Yeah. After Jim Allen was out, that was it. They went downhill. Will it? Will it end yeah. up with eight for 31? Yeah, I remember Willett. They, they, they had a song about him, Equimedo Willett. Yeah. Swallow. They had yeah, a but, song. But Arrow made one on him? Equimedo Arrow did? Okay, so no, first, swallow, give swallow. everybody an opportunity to say their piece. Every time we cut short and everybody didn't have a chance to, to say their piece. Oh. So we're going to start with, with Jatsna. No, Jatsna? I'm, I'm asking. I'm asking. I'm asking. Yeah, one, one, one question, Mr. President, before you go. Before you go away. Um, I heard that was said in West Indies circles. Um, they had a player called Kingsley Rock from Montserrat. 
Mm-hmm. He could have been playing for West Indies years and years ago. He was one of the best players in the Caribbean, but they never gave him a chance because he was from Leeward Islands. So I don't know how true that is, but that was yeah, rumored around the world. You know, you know, you remember King Zero? He played for Antigua too. I never heard that name yet. You never yeah. heard of King Zero? Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was one. They were yeah. the best players in Leeward Islands. Yeah, he played for Munster, yeah. and he came and and played in Antigua too. Yeah, yeah, that that's long before your time. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I never heard his name. Never. He was good, but I, I, he wasn't that, that good to me to, to come on the play for the West Indies, but he was good. I wouldn't say he was. I think he played for a team named Maple in Antigua. So he was good. What else, Simon? What about Teacher George? Teacher George? You know Teacher George? No? Okay, Let, let's call on Miss Patel. Jasna, your final words. We love to hear you. Final words, yes. Uh, we have a great mm. show. Enjoy. Happy birthday to whoever is having a birthday. No, no. Don't end us so soon. Just say something else. You know, about oh, <laughs> about the tri- okay, the cricket, cricket trials are going on for women. Uh, one yes. happened just yesterday in Orlando, went very well, and the other one today, uh, no, yesterday was uh, in Atlanta also for the women's cricket trial, mm-hmm. and then they will be selecting for the intra-regionals and regionals afterwards. So right. it's going mm-hmm. on. That's what I want to share with everybody. Good. Thank you so and much. Everybody good have good. a good evening. Yes, everybody. Uh, uh, is uh, delighted. We are all delighted to have you on because I know sometimes you you are uh, not able to come on with us, but we are happy that you are. Uh, hi, Sin, we are bringing on uh, earlier. Le- Leon, Leon, yes, Leon, uh, come on to Mason and Kings of Rock. Um, let, let Mr. Simon know he, he wouldn't be making the Western decide anytime soon. He was not good. After he played, because I know he died some time ago. But um, he only played two first-class matches, right? He was a right-arm batsman. Mm-hmm. He was born in Montreal, December 19, 1937. And he died October 23, 2019, at the age of 81 years old and 301 days, almost 82. But um, he, his first-class record was just two test matches, and um, he scored test. 54 runs. Two test matches, um, first class. Not, not, two test, not matches. test, two first, first class. class. Sorry, mm-hmm. two first class matches. Two first class matches, I'm sorry about that. Two first class matches, um, two matches, four innings, and his high score was 28, average of 13.50. Yeah. And the bowling format, two matches, uh, 37 runs. He didn't get a wicket in the two matches. So he, he, he wasn't anywhere near... Yeah. The West Indies <laughs> uh, uh, was reported by Jim Mr. Allen. Simon. All right? Simon, uh, very good. You Thank you. Uh, a Coriot was much Thanks for that fun. research. Thanks for the research. Yeah. Talk about Coriot and Jim Allen. Those are, to me, the two best coming out of the Yes, Coriot and Jim Allen. Coriot. Yes. Coriot and Jim Allen. Yes. I remember those two well. Hi, Sid. Give us your final thoughts. Tell us anything on your mind. What you enjoyed and what you wanted. See you next week.
Oh, I I enjoyed everything. I first of all, I enjoy like um, the first discussions, and um, yeah, and um, then I'm saying I'm trying to get to know cricket terms. I was listening to them wanted what is a knuckleball? <laughs> I'm going. I'm asking David. What's a knuckleball? How does he call a knuckleball? Well, I don't know. I don't know these things. So I'm just learning. So everything's just. If I hear anything new, I want to know what it means. <laughs> so, I'm, as I'm saying, I'm just learning because I you normally just watch cricket and just like to see them hit a ball, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Now. Now listening to your show, I realize there's so much to cricket, not just hitting big, you know, see the stumps flying and in the sixes go. But it's it's quite interesting. I'm learning so much. <laughs> that's, a, that's a very good question. A good question. That's a good question. So what is so a what knuckleball, is a, Simon? What is a knuckleball? <laughs> uh, uh, you want, you, know you want me to explain, uh, Mr. President, you want me to explain to her? Go ahead, go ahead, I'm asking you, if you know. One Englishman to another? Yes. Okay, the knuckleball is, the, usually when you bowl, the ball is in the palm of your hand. The, the knuckleball, the ball is on top of your, back of your wrist, and you bowl it from there. Usually a spin bowler does that. So the that's the best part hand? I know of the, you to explain to you. The ball on top of your hand? You, you. On top of your hand. And um, usually a spin bowler does that, you know. Yes. And it's very yes. difficult to see, you know, what the ball is going to be doing because you don't see the action that he, he... Usually the ball is usually in the palm of your hand, but with the knuckleball is on the top of your hand. Um, mm-hmm. Am I right, Mr. President? And, yeah, I, and I could you not quite, your not quite, not quite. Seven. No, it's, I think he knuckleball is not by... No, Tell your knees. Mm-hmm. In cricket, the knuckleball is normally bowled by a fast bowler who is bowling like a slow ball. Yeah. Because you have knuckleball in baseball too, but mm-hmm. you'll, you'll find commentators use it yeah. when fast bowlers are bowling and, and, and the, the, the um, bowl is slow ball. That's yeah. when they term it as a knuckleball. Well, this is from yeah, my commentators. Good. I'm giving you from putting on my commentators. From a coach's point of view, let's hear coaching point of view. No, let me go first. I think more likely a knuckle have something to do. The knuckle have a lot to do with it. It's not just like you're bowling a slow ball, they call it knuckle ball. Because you can see the guys, when you you call your knuckle, it's part of their finger that you're bending. And that part have have a lot to do with it. (laughs) Yeah, but it's a slow ball though. Yeah, yeah, it's a slow ball. You come on. The faster things, yes. and then, like, Bravo would bowl a lot of knuckleballs. You'll, 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 yeah. you'll hear that. Come slow Once you slow. hold it with your knuckle, once you hold it and your knuckle touching the ball, when you're bending your knuckle, it cannot go fast. It has to come slow. Because the way how you hold it, but is it, your knuckle have a lot to do with it. Uh, yeah, okay. just don't hold it under seam, because, you know, if you bowl the seam, you're going to come out a little quicker. Sometimes you yeah, yeah, use fast um, seam. But... Yeah, Virgil, you're talking about the, the delivery action, or... What's the difference? No, the, the, way, way, the, way, the, way, the way how you hold the ball, the ball, ball is in your palm and hand, but you have, you're bending your knuckle. You're bending yeah. your knuckle, so your knuckle is partly like your fingernail is touching the ball then. That's yeah. part like a knuckle, like your fingernail is touching the ball, so it must come out slow. Okay. Anyway, just for Hyacinth, to make sure that Hyacinth, <laughs> she asked the question, so round it up, Leanne, if you want to do it, I'll just wait yeah. and see. 
Knuckleball in Ivan? cricket. Ivan. Yes. Hold, hold on one yes. for me. I have, a, I have a listener. He wants to make a contribution on area code 612. Sure. Come on in, sir. Is this Charles? Yeah, it's Charles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the, the knuckleball in cricket is a, a new phenomenon in a way, but in baseball it's been a tradition. And it really has very little to do with the knuckle except the position. So what happens, you, you, um, you place your fingertips like your fingernails into the the ball itself, so then your knuckles begin to show towards the the player, oh, and that's okay. what you find a lot of batters are doing, a lot of bowlers are doing right now, and Ashwin bowls a pretty good one. Um, yes, so you, you place your hand on it, the ball is still in your in your palm, but the circle as if you're a fast bowler holding the ball in the mm. team, but you spread your fingers slightly. And then your actual fingernails are into the ball. So you're actually gripping the ball just with the fingernails. And when it comes out, it comes out in a funny way. Uh, Jatin, can you elaborate on that one? Jason? To make it life simple, there is a two component when you say knuckleball. The first component is definitely the slow ball. Mm-hmm. It yeah. can be bowled by anyone, let's say. But uh, nowadays we see a lot of uh, medium pacer and fast baller. That's why they use fast ball. But reality is knuckle ball is a much slower ball than you normally deliver. It doesn't matter who bowls. Let's take it this way. The Let technical me ask. difference. Is it similar? I'm, I'm is coming. It I'm coming to. I'm coming to the technical part of the knuckle mm-hmm. ball is the grip, the way you hold the ball, and the. Grip is like concern when you release the ball at the release point. Like, for example, the fast baller, they keep their fingers parallel to the grip, the seam of the ball, right? And they usually roll the fingers backward to ball, where the spinners use the cross seams, right? And the spinner usually spins with the fingers, mm-hmm. where in knuckleball, they exactly hold like the spinner, but the biomechanics where there is a two component needed. Number one, they don't roll finger either side, backward, sideways, nothing. They just release. And at the same time, the key part of the knuckle ball is, if you do the search, you'll find it. Knuckle is a part of our finger joint of our body. Means during the knuckle ball delivery, you are using your own knuckle, which is a part of your arm, actually, between finger and palms. And if you are using that knuckle itself, the body in biomechanics, that becomes a knuckle board. That's a wonderful question, Hyson. Okay, Hyson, let me, let, 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 <laughs> let me talk about, about that, because Hyson <laughs> wants to know what's a knuckle ball. Not how your ball is and what you use. A knuckle ball, okay. let me read it. <laughs> a knuckleball in cricket is a knuckleball is a type of delivery employed by a fast bowler and a type of slow ball. Oh, leave it the Google behind, man. <laughs> a similar Google ain't behind. Google, 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 you got one million people and throw every logic out there. You talking two coaches here? No, 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 no. Hear me. I'm answering the question as he presented. I'm asking how to bowl a knuckleball. What is a knuckleball? Is a ball that deceives the batsman, making yeah. him play too early. Normally, mm-hmm. you bowl at 90 miles an hour. 
And now you're bowling mm-hmm. the same action and it come out at 60 miles an hour.
<laughs> okay, who's next? Who's next? Um, right, I'll, all go. Right. I'll go. Go ahead. Only. Okay, yes. so mm-hmm. so yes, I, I enjoyed the, the program. Of course, I was a little late, but then um, better late than never. I know I will say something else. <laughs> yeah, but... Um, better never yes, late. Good to be, uh, <laughs> I know it's good to come in. Yes, uh, good to be here this evening here. But just before I go, I'm just wishing everyone you have a wonderful, wonderful week. When you go there, put your shoulders to the wheel and do what we ought to do. And uh, let's not just um, think about ourselves. Let's think about our brothers and our sisters. And just before I go, when written in yeah, Chinese, yeah, the word word, oddly, oddly, tonight, tonight, we don't have the time for that. We, we have a lot of our folks. We want to hear them in time. Um, Let them use my time. Then I'll use yeah. my time. It's okay. Okay, good. I'll use okay. my time. Okay, forget it. Forget, forget it. Forget it. Forget it. Yeah, right. just give ahead. everyone a chance to be on it. How about you, um, Donna? Donna, your final thoughts quickly? No answer from Donna. Okay, how about you? Donna okay, Party. How about you, Dennis? They, well, we invite quickly, people to quickly, join Dennis. us again. <laughs> yes, we invite you to join us again next. Sunday, but before Sunday comes, Saturday, and for inspiration and entertainment, I listen in my jammies so you can listen in your exercise gear or your shopping gear. The place to be is the Saturday morning entertainment show at Caribbean Global Voice, 1563-999-3693, or blogtalkradio.com forward slash Caribbean Global Voice. So join them next week and get entertained. Thank you, Dennis. Thank you, Dennis. Jatin, your final thoughts. Jatin, once, Jatin, twice, Jatin, three times. Okay, Jatin. Jatin. Charles, you have the final thoughts? Charles, your impression about the show? Charles? Well, it was a pleasure listening in. I... Um, I listened for a while, joined late, but uh, mm. it was a pleasure listening. Yeah, we, we're happy that you came in. You can be with us next week. Again, we'll be back on the same spot, the same time, same station. And tell others we'll about us as well. I appreciate you, your presence. Sir. Thank you so much. Um, it was indeed a pleasure. Have I forgotten anything? I just want you guys to keep merchants in your thoughts and prayers. Her voice has left her. And we pray that she has a recovered voice. And we thank her for listening. While she could not speak with us this evening, we're just so happy that she was able to listen to me. So good night, all. May God bless you all. Be with us next week. God willing. And we're going to signal Laura into...